And good morning, and everybody be quiet, because Julia's coming in very soon. Shh, shh, be quiet. Yes. We don't, we don't want to ruin it. <laughs> we don't want to ruin the surprise. Surprise! <laughs> Happy birthday, Julia. We are holding Woo. a surprise party for our beloved Julia Emerson. Happy birthday, Julia. Yay, Happy Labor Julia. Day weekend. And with us, we have our very special and very beloved guest, Betty. Miss Betty. Good morning, Betty. Morning. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Good. Nice, sunny day. Perfect for a surprise party. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, the stormy weather is behind us. Mm-hmm. Ida has left a real path of destruction. And Oof. everybody who's listening, um, I'm hoping you're all safe and able um, to recover and that you've... Uh, you know, finding, finally are finding some sunshine. Um, I know, uh, happy to say our two, our two frequent visitors to the chat room, uh, Brenda and Annette, uh, from New Orleans are both okay and their families are fine. So that's, that's the really critical, um, news that we have. Everybody's Mm -hmm. safe. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And it was just such a crazy, I mean, you know, you didn't, nobody thought, especially when it came up this way, it would be like mm-hmm. it was. I mean. Oh. They we, said there were, in Pennsylvania, which is the state uh, in the United States where Pam and I live, there were more than 400 road closures, um, thousands and thousands of water rescues. Um, mm-hmm. We had severe flooding in the state. Luckily, mm-hmm. um, the river where I live near um, was not it, it was high, but it did not cross. So, um, super, super lucky. But I, people around me, my dad was out of power for 15 hours, um, mm-hmm. and he had water. It was, it was a, a lot. I have water in my basement, but I consider myself lucky. So, well, we we so we we uh, created a new canal um, between <laughs> the Schuylkill River and the Delaware River. <laughs> We have a, uh, we have an area that's called the Vine Street Expressway, and, and and for Betty's purposes, it's it's like the um, the Deegan going mm. you know going across uh, Upper New York, and uh, it was completely flooded. In fact, parts of it just opened today, mm. and we have this uh, Made in America concert that's happening in uh, this weekend for Labor Day weekend, and. Uh, with Justin Bieber, can we please send him back to Canada? Um, as the <laughs> um, headliner, he's a, tal- he's a he's a talented lad. Don't don't besmirch Justin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you loved all things not Canadian, Pam. <laughs> I do love Canada. I do love things that are Canadian. But Bieber can can find another. He's one, not please. your favorite. No, no. Mm. And I see Black Lab Lady said. Um, up in her neck of the woods, we really lucked out. We had mm-hmm. three to four inches of rain here on the coast of Maine, but it pretty much fizzled before it got to us. That's Very cool. thankful. I'm so glad to hear that. I see and, Cheryl Denise, and Cheryl's joined us this morning. Good morning, Cheryl. We're talking about everybody um, s- safely recovering from Hurricane Ida. Mm-hmm. It was a very hallow- harrowing week 
I don't Betty, sure. Betty did, had did, a you get any of that, did you get any of that, Cheryl, in Atlanta? I can't remember. If the, it went west of you or if you got a, a bit of the rain, too. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But Betty, Betty, you were looking out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I have family drama going on in the store. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just checking on family and, um, yeah, yes. it, it was it was not what I expected because they said that it was going to rain a lot and stuff. But then they, they said the same thing about Hurricane Henry or Henry, whatever. Yes, <laughs> like, yes was. I know. And we, we were expecting that on Sunday, it came on Saturday, and then that was it. And it wasn't so bad. So when we... We didn't see anything Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon. We were like, oh, okay, so it's it's going to be mild like the other ones. And then mm. it's boring. Oh, yeah. And no, then it, it was bad. You got you guys really got hammered more than I thought you would. Well, you did. I was in subways, yeah. yeah. I've got, in fact, I have a, um, I'll, I'll put this in the chat room. This was um, my uh, uh, granddaughter's street. Uh, oh my gosh! That yeah, she lives on mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's unreal. It, 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 I, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm just glad everybody's safe. Yeah, and for and, those who and those who just joined us, Cheryl, we're having a surprise birthday party for Julia. Yes. So well, because after party. all, you know, <laughs> it just reminds me that Julia always says she's unlucky on her birthday. I would have to concur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Julia. Oh crap! There's a hurricane. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Storm. It was bad. It, it was. It was fun. You, and your dad got stuck up in Boston. Yes, he ended up in Boston, which I was like, oh my god, he's the farthest we've been. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he had to spend a night over there, and it was just, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a, fun. It's he's, not fun, especially because he's having health problems right now and not being able to be there to help him or anything. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it was um, frustrating and it made me wonder, I hope Gabriel never goes through this. Because can you imagine the hell he would give the crew? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he would yell at the captain. Not oh, everyone. he'd yell at everybody. Yeah. It would be yeah. actually pretty funny. I'm surprised. Well, um, for him, but not, not for everyone else. I'm surprised you didn't give him the Emerson's number. Maybe he could. They, they would have picked him up at the airport and had him uh, hang out with them for a while. Right. Well, I, I think maybe maybe Nicholas has more <laughs> connections. <laughs> I should have called him because I and the cows could help me rescue my dad at that time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Paul's not too too far away from. Uh, That's Boston. true. Couple hour drive. That would have mm-hmm. been nice. But again, remember it was a lot of rain and flooding. So, oh yeah, yeah, he was probably stuck at the. He was probably busy. Had his hands full at the farm. Mm-hmm. I felt dad. I felt like we were living in Kansas here with the tornadoes that we had. We had like five or six tornadoes. Yeah, that right. was that. Were, that was crazy. I mean, we. I mean, we don't get tornadoes around here. <laughs> right, right. That we was don't get flood, flood watch warnings. Mm-hmm. You know. And we were getting those like every hour. Well, well, now New York has a new system where you're going to get flood emergencies. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I think that will help. I mean, any kind of advanced warning is better True. than nothing. True. Yeah. But 
But, so Pam, but we are. But oh, we and I see KK has joined us. She this has. Morning. Good morning, KK. And I know, boy, KK's part of the state really was hammered too um, yeah. in the severe weather. Um, so I'm so glad you were able to pop on today, Karen. And I hope I hope everybody's recovering fine from all the all that flooding and damage out yes. there. Mm-hmm. So hi, Karen. So we we do have news from SR today. Yes, we do. Actually, a quite a bit of news. Yes. So yes. SR was prolific um, on the Julia's surprise birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> He's always prolific. <laughs> uh, he says he knows readers continue to count down the days to the release for Gabriel's Rapture Part 1. Uh, Passion Flicks has revealed that they plan to release it in November. Other parts will follow but he does not have the dates for the others. Um, he says he believes that Red Carter is writing an original song for Gabriel's Rapture, and also that the Passion Flick store will reopen soon, which means that the DVDs uh, for Gabriel's Inferno will be available again, and also he believes Gabriel Rapture's DVDs will go on sale after all three all parts have aired on Passion Flicks. Wonderful. Absolutely. And I wonder if you ever have thought of doing like a director's comments on the like a director's cut? Yeah, you know, when they're like talking about like, oh, that day we were shooting blah 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 this and that, or just give you little stories. That would be so much fun. Yeah, it would it's be. almost like they should maybe record the passion pods or whatever and put it add it to the DVD, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, can, can you imagine like remember last year the boss did a watch along with him? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He read comments on Facebook. Like if someone read his comments during the, the comments <laughs> with the director, that would be fun. Like, oh, that, you know, yeah, I'll that, ask about this and that. That would, would have be been interesting. Fun. Yeah. Um, also, uh, SR's got a new um, platform where he is releasing the man in the black suit. It's the Kiss app. And he's actually holding a contest on his website uh, to... Uh, you know, so you can go to his blog and you enter the contest by commenting on what he's written. And it's open internationally. Oh, um, that's great news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Russian release of Gabriel's Promise by Exmo is uh, coming up. And the Brazilian-Portuguese edition of The Man in the Black Suit is coming from All Books Editoria. And he thinks that's it for now. <laughs> There's a lot going on in the beginning of September. Um, yes, for- Always good to hear all the good news. I'm excited, um, super excited about Rapture and obviously was very excited um, for the surprise birthday teaser that came about this week um, in honor of Ms. Mitchell's uh, birthday on Wednesday. Um, What did you guys think of the teaser? It was good. It was was good. good. (laughs) Really, but really I'm good. wondering, where is Paul's hot, sexy scene? <laughs> well, <laughs> he's missing. It's like no teaser from Paul. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll have to ask Patrick Flicks about that. that yes, I, 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 I have a feeling that he might be a little bit sad about not uh, being in Italy. You know, yeah. but it's okay. I sent him to Bermuda the other time. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> sunshine, my cow. It was fun. well i I was looking at the chat room and teaser ah and november ashley's very Mm -hmm. excited 
She also mm-hmm. was excited about uh, SR being on Kiss. Um, she's going to um, bounce it on my in my library. So mm-hmm. very, very happy to have uh, SR's work on KISS and take advantage of that contest. Yes. I see uh, yes. Petite Leon has joined us. Uh, um, good hello, morning, Kenzie. Kenzie. <laughs> we are having a surprise birthday party for Ms. Mitchell, for Julia mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about the surprise teaser that Passion Flicks uh, put out. Well, um, you know, we didn't just see um, Gabriel and Julia in, in Umbria. We also got to see mm-hmm. Natalie. <laughs> I know. Well, yes, Natalie came out yesterday. The photo yeah. of Natalie. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen her. I'm, I'm laughing I, I, at the I, comment. I, I've, I've been seeing a lot of you know, bitch <laughs> comments <laughs> when the pictures retweeted or something. It's right. funny because actually the actress who's portraying Natalie is kind mm-hmm. of the, what I envisioned Ava looking like. From, Me too. Um, I thought the same exact thing. I was telling Perlene, I was like, Ava? <laughs> That's how I envisioned Ava looking. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else. Well, I guess you did. You felt the same. So, so maybe by the time they cast Ava for the Florentine series, we'll think, oh my God, it's Natalie. <laughs> right. They were. Right. They went to the different auditions. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll have to work with the dialect coach for that so she can have her Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I speaking, think um, speaking of Irish accents, Jamie Dornan, Christian Grey himself, is going to in a new movie called Belfast that the ooh, teaser came out yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't. I missed that. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah. Is it? Is it about the troubles? Is it about what's the? What's yeah, the plot, it, it's, you know? it's a semi-autobiographical story written by Kenneth Branagh, and he's directing. Oh. It. And, oh my gosh. Um, it is about the troubles. You had me at Kenneth Branagh. I mean, you had me at Jamie Dornan, but oh my God, I love Kenneth Branagh. Oh my gosh, but I'm so excited. Um, Jamie Dornan and Katrina Bell from uh, Outlander, they, they, they're playing his parents. And Dame Judi Dench and Kieran Hines are playing his grandparents. Oh my gosh, yeah, what a so, cast. Yeah, so Phenomenal. Kenneth, uh, uh, yes, and Ashley just noted that uh, Jamie was singing Everlasting Love. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you great. gotta check the teaser out. Check the teaser out. It's out. Yes, Black Lab Lady said great teaser out mm-hmm. there on Belfast as well. Yep. Ashley noted that looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back at the comments, um, um, Black Lab Lady also said regarding the teaser, ice please, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a bit steamy. And, yes, uh, it was. She also noted Natalie looked quite sweet. Hard to dislike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I and I think they did that intentionally. I, I think she'll do a great job. I their casting has been so spot on. I'm I'm excited to see it. Uh, right. Ken, Kenzie actually thought for her Ava would look way older than that actress and different. Yeah, it's right. funny, Kenzie. For some reason, that was just the picture I had kind of had in my mind for Ava. I don't know well, why. Supposed to look but, young. All vampires are supposed to look young. That's yeah, right. this is well. Never, this is true. So. She will have to look around like her twenties. Yeah, I don't know. She may have. She Ava might look a little harder than the actress that they have. You know. They, yeah, I think she would look harder, but I also think that um, she was also very young when she was turned. Mm-hmm. Right. I did. Re- yeah, I, I do remember that. But 
Um, and I see Shell joined us. So good morning, Shell. Glad you could come. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we were super. Yeah, Kenzie said, yeah, but I didn't picture early 20s. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, hopefully, hopefully yeah. we'll have an opportunity for that. Uh, you know, when we got to the Roman, I always pictured the Roman looking a little older. And then we got to meet him. And then it was like, of course, he looks young. Why would he age? He's a vampire. Duh. Yeah, well, you're, yeah. you're right about that. And, and they don't. Yeah. I thought so. the same thing, too. But um, I thought, you know, just looking at um, having that, I was surprised. I was surprised they were... Um, share uh share natalie with us um and i'm kind of i I think it'll be really interesting to see how you know her performance and uh how um how she approaches the role so i'm super excited about that and the teaser was go ahead i'll be honest with you i really hope they don't put too much content out there because i remember the last time with gable's inferno there was a lot of content put out there where you put that content together and you might as well just watch the whole movie. So I'm hoping <laughs> that they they kind of don't go too far with this stuff. Well, See, that's I, what they're doing with Paul. They're putting all <laughs> the pressure so it's not like everywhere. <laughs> well, I think that, um, yeah, K- KK made a good point. Um, I, well, for Gabriel's Inferno, I think that was different because everything was shut down and they didn't have anything else to report. Sure. So sure. I think that was the difference than it would be here. Um, Karen ma- made a good point about the um, age of Ava. She said, um, but they do, she reminds us that um, they do, the vampires do look the age that um, they, when they originally die. So mm-hmm. if someone was turned at age, you know, 18, then they would look like mm-hmm. 18, even though they're 455. Um, mm-hmm. And Kenzie said she was hoping the same, Pam. I know the story, but don't like seeing everything before the film releases. Mm-hmm. And um, Shell said, Shell commented on Passion Flick's post about Natalie. She said, Welcome to the actress, but the character is going to catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenzie thought Ava was in her late 20s more mature so yeah we'll have to see we'll have to see how all of it unrolls Um, if it it does if it does yeah yeah so um, the teaser though was a surprise and we Mm -hmm. are um, in part having a surprise birthday party for Julia because we were surprised that Julia's birthday snuck up on us um, (laughs) and didn't look in, in full disclosure and hadn't looked at our um, content calendar Mm -hmm. for some reason I was thinking we were going to do this next week or the week after and then I'm like oh my gosh it's Julia's birthday we have to have a party yeah so so we did so Pam's like I I said we should have a surprise party (laughs) she said okay (laughs) we're just going to surprise them with a party so that's kind of how this came about Mm -hmm. and the teaser um really fed into that surprise because Mm -hmm. that was unexpected from all of us so we reached out and asked Allie and Lauren from Passion Flicks a few questions about the teaser um, that dropped on Wednesday. And I asked, who came up with the idea to have the teaser tie into Julia's birthday? And my money was on Allie. Am I right? I asked her, what inspired the decision and did Margie edit it? And um, the response from Allie, um, who is the director of PR and marketing at Passion Flicks, said, ha ha. 
I wish I could take credit for this one, but Margie brilliantly put this together and sent it to me on her own. Oh, wow. We were planning to put a teaser out announcing when part one would drop in the next couple of weeks, but Margie felt inspired and had a burst of creative energy to knock it out. The idea was for something fun and a little cheeky, especially given what the world is going through right now. We needed something light. We planned the teasers and trailers out well in advance because Margie's schedule is super tight. But if she has a moment like this, like she had this week, she runs with it. So that's a little bit of insight onto the teaser and the background of the teaser. Thank you, Margie, for coming up with that super cool idea. Yeah. And it makes sense now that they released it on Julia's birthday just to have that tie-in, but they were going to do it in the next couple of weeks. So, um, and really, it's also, um, it's also passion really for its fourth anniversary. Yes. That's yes, it. When we asked, when I sent the email asking um, these questions, we we sent a special congratulations to Passion Flicks on their anniversary um, because I believe four years. Yeah. Can you believe it, guys? Time flies. Time flies. Mm-hmm. Remarkable. And kudos to Tosca and the crew for Absolutely. for their perseverance, especially during during the pandemic when things were shutting down. Yeah, um, they, they, they had a really tough time with that. So Yeah, yeah. And um, thank you, Margie, for the cool trailer. And good morning, <laughs> Brenda. And yes. Welcome. Glad you could join us. We were, we were talking about the storm, and we were so thankful that you and Annette were safe down in Louisiana and um, sending you well wishes for uh, recovery. Absolutely. Because it... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, it was a tough time down there, so, you know. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be tough for a while for a yep. lot of people. That's so, yeah. sending lots of prayers and support. Um, so, so, we didn't not only ask uh, Allie and Passionflix questions this week, we asked no, SR, SR some, too. We did. And uh, the, he, the Passionflix teaser was such a lovely surprise. Did the team notify you? of plans for the teaser or did you enjoy the surprise as well and sr responded saying this was a surprise i've seen a rough cut a rough version of part one of gabriel's rapture and they're still editing it and working on the sound soundtrack etc but it's very good and readers will love it i love it uh-huh. i like the fact he was surprised as well yeah that was good <laughs> mm-hmm it's nice when it's hard he gave to, me a surprise. It fits yeah. into our whole surprise mm-hmm. theme of the week. Right. <laughs> you know, it's hard to surprise him sometimes because he, he, he's, like, always thinking ahead of one. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to see people can still do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, so we also asked, when you were writing, why did you choose Julianne as the name for your heroine? And uh, he says, I've always liked the names Julia and Julianne. Uh, they have Roman underpinnings uh, for Julius, but also the actress Julianne Moore and Julia Roberts made the names popular. Very true. That Very is true. true. That is I true. liked having that little insight. I, you guys may have known that already, but I, you know, that was something I was all, all always wondering. And since this podcast was, you know, highlighting um, Julia, I thought it would be cool to find out um, some of his thoughts. I liked the idea that he had that. He always had such a, a sense of history yes. and art, and I love the fact that it had the Roman underpinnings. 
Mm-hmm. And I and I do. I have two relatives with uh, that somewhat the same name. My uh, one is the same name, Julia. Uh, mm-hmm. She's my uh, cousin Susan's youngest, who's probably in her forties by now. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and then uh, there was my my grandmother's sister. Her name was actually Juliet, and uh, uh, cool. we we called her Etta, Aunt Etta. Oh, that's so cute! I love yeah. it. And she, uh, she lived in uh, this same area as, as I did for many, many years. And one of her sons moved out to uh, California um, back in the eighties, and so they moved her out there with them. So, mm-hmm. and I hadn't haven't hadn't seen her since the eighties. So it's uh, it was a surprise. Anyway, um, yes. So, and and Kenzie noted that SR did say um, that before, and it's it is interesting that um, it, had, it came if, from that source. I wonder if anyone ever calls Julia by her middle name, though. Like you even forget that she has a middle name <laughs> because it's always Julia, Julianne, Julia, right. but she still has a middle name. Does anyone ever go like, "Hey, Helen"? <laughs> Not uh, that know, we've read. I haven't read anything. I mean, I know when I got in trouble, my mother used to go, Mary Pamela! To get my <laughs> attention. And um, so, you know, you, you never know. Maybe Tom or maybe her mother did at some point in time. But, uh, I, I, yeah. That her mom. And the dad calls her Jules. Right. Mm. Yeah. Jay says, why, you know, why did you uh, choose Julia as uh, her preferred nickname? Mm-hmm. And uh, SR said he thought that the true nickname is Jules, which some of the characters use when referring to her. But certainly, Julia would be a shortening of the full name. Mm-hmm. And of course, the professor prefers to refer to her by her full name, which would have been on his attendance sheet at the seminar. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yes, is very true. And uh, we had a couple more we asked him. Um, about Julia and if Julia liked surprises, does she prefer giving them or receiving them? And SR noted, in general, Julia does not like surprises. And I think it's because in her past, many of the surprises were negative. However, Gabriel is working hard to change her mind on this. And, um, you know, we thought a little bit and Pam, I don't think we have to go deep into this because of time. Um, but, you know, there have been so many situations and times about surprises that Julia had, you know, for example, her from her childhood, the mom's boyfriend wandering mm-hmm. in was a surprise. Right. Yeah. And, and her wandering in to um, find uh, Gabriel. Gabriel after that horrible fight. Um, and really, that's where her love story with him started started mm-hmm. um and that was a complete surprise it was totally unexpected she thought she was going there for dinner with the family mm-hmm. and right. i guess she she had she had admired him from the photos and from the words before but that's the first time she actually saw him in person so mm-hmm. that was another kind of surprise and you yeah. know and, and there were a few others you you know some of them good like the book bag that he gave right. her and uh you know uh the birthday gift from the dinner in the museum, mm-hmm. although, although it mm-hmm. didn't end well, but right. 
for her. Uh, the tango against the wall. That was a nice Oh, surprise. yeah, the tango. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the best kind of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as Shell noted, um, the surprises haven't always been nice. This yeah. is true. Right. And she also noted Gabriel's nickname for Julia is Beatrice, which that's mm-hmm. one of the, the, the pet names that he calls her, which is mm-hmm. very right. sweet. And on um, very rare occasions, he likes to call her Eloise. <laughs> <laughs> like, which one am I today, Gabriel? I'm confused. <laughs> yes. And, and, let, and let's not forget the, um, the fantastic uh, surprise about uh, being pregnant. I think that mm-hmm. was one of her biggest uh, surprises and shocks right. in the story. Yeah, that was a big shock. <laughs> <laughs> And the funny surprise um, in Promise about those darn flamingos on the lawn. That was yes. really, really that, good. Uh, yes, yeah, so they, they have become <laughs> so prolific here. Yeah, a lot of good ones. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lot of the surprises, too, have been wonderful um, gifts. You know, as SR noted, uh, Gabriel's kind of trying to change her mind regarding surprises um, mm-hmm. when they can be out of love. And we asked um, SR, since Gabriel's an excellent giver of gifts, what has he planned for Julia this year for her birthday? And he said, that is a very good question. It's the time of COVID, and so they aren't traveling far. But I'm told he rented a house on the beach in Cape Cod for a few days, dot, dot, dot. Oh, my gosh, doesn't that sound great? Uh, Sign me up for Gabriel surprises, man. He does it right. He does, and I and I would I would love to have that surprise. I haven't been to the Cape since I was four years old. Well, I, I smiled when I saw um, SR's response because a friend of mine is driving to Cape Cod right now, and I said, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, I can't believe it! Maybe he'll run into Julia." And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cape Cod is absolutely beautiful. If if you've never been, um, it's in Massachusetts. Um, it's it's absolutely lovely. And a really great um, getaway. It's, and it's kind and of it was peaceful. also it was also the setting for Jaws. Oh, well, <laughs> way to way to ruin the romantic moment. <laughs> now, and uh, here's here, here's a little bit of trivia for you. Okay. Yes. You have the upper cape and the lower cape. You, yes. you know, because when you look at the cape, it looks like an, an arm. Mm-hmm. Now the up, what you think that the upper cape is the part that goes up, and that is actually the lower cape. Yes, that confused me. I remember I, when you were traveling I, there. Yeah, I was just like, whoa! You got the mm-hmm. lower cape and then the upper cape, and it was like reversed to what I was doing. So, oh. mm-hmm. and I just wanted to say, KK, have a lovely, lovely time today. She's saying, I have to run. I got to go. Um, to a picnic at my niece's today, and she's making my back. Oh my gosh, can I speak anymore? Baked mac and cheese for mm. the picnic. So she's going to make that for her niece's event today. Have a great day and holiday. And enjoy. KK, enjoy. Enjoy. And <laughs> have a wonderful time. Um, We're and Shell. Afterwards. <laughs> well, Shell's Shell was noting sharks off of Amity Island, no swimming. Mm-hmm. So Shell's familiar with the area. <laughs> yes, I think we're going to need a bigger boat. I think is what the. <laughs> yes, yes. But you know, Gabriel would say we don't need to get in the water. We can just play in the sand. Like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's true. Gabriel's yes, that's uh, right, quite creative. 
He is quite creative. They'll have a lovely, lovely time. A, mm -hmm. a nice way to celebrate her her birthday. Absolutely. Um, and the holiday weekend. So, um, and we had one last question for SR. Uh, continuing with our theme of surprise, we asked him if he liked surprises. Uh, do you prefer giving them or receiving them? Any memorable surprises that you care to share? And our surprise was he answered the question because I did <laughs> not think true. he was going to. <laughs> I did not think he was going to respond to that one um, because he does uh, treasure and guard his privacy. Mm -hmm. um, and his answer was a good one. He said, probably one of the most surprising things to happen to me was to have readers read my writing and subsequently to make the New York Times bestseller list for Gabriel's Inferno before I signed with a major publisher. That was a shock. And oh, isn't that great? I'm going to actually mm -hmm. put that question and answer in the chat because I just think that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I know he always says he can't believe people, you know, picked up and was reading his, his work books, yeah. and, um, aren't we grateful that he took that chance and put it out there? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so grateful that he did that because we would have missed so much if he just kept it to himself. Right. So, yeah, I, you know, and, and I, it was, I think it was a, a great thing for him too. Was, uh, he, he has mentioned in chats that he, he always loved writing and mm -hmm. he was kind of talked out of that at a younger age. Mm -hmm. I probably, his parents like, you can't make money being a writer type of thing. Um, right, right. Not that Go I to know. school for business. Exactly. Go to school for business. Be in business. Yeah. It's like, it, right. it, it's like actors too, you know, you, you better have something you can fall back on kind of thing. Right. So. And it's halftime. <laughs> yes. The perfect, the perfect segue from yes. our part one of the surprise festivities with the mm -hmm. Q&A portions and learning a little bit about, um, about the character of Julia and the main event, Betty's <laughs> birthday quiz. quiz. Hopefully. I'm not sure if I'm ready for yeah. this, Betty. Lay Hopefully there'll be no math. <laughs> I know there's math involved. I know it. I know it already. I'm going to suffer not, on this not one. Not so much. Maybe not so much. But there's mm. a lot of little detail-oriented questions. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So are we ready, ladies? We're about to play. How well do you know Julia? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so here we go with the first question, ladies. Grab your beers, your martinis, or most of Let's get ready. Maybe that will help with the math. Um, oh, Kenzie is quick on the draw. <laughs> she was prepared. Right? <laughs> Julianne's birthday was September 1st. How old is she now? Is it A, 35, B, 36, <laughs> C, 37, or D, 38? And Brenda said, Betty, it's too early for math. <laughs> Brenda, here, here, girl. I'm raising my coffee cup to you. I agree. And, and this morning, I will say a little bit of, uh, got a little bit of bourbon in my coffee this morning. It's quite mm -hmm. lovely. Drinking chicory coffee in honor of New Orleans folk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, with a little bourbon chaser. <laughs> yep, a little bullet 
just a little bullet bourbon and really little just for the flavor. <laughs> I have a lot to do today. Just a little. That's a little too flavorful. <laughs> yeah, 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 my daughter's going to drive today. <laughs> that's the way to find the answer, Julia. Well, hmm. Darn it, you and like, the math. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda said, oh, girl, I need that in my car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't we all? That it's true. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go thirty-five too. Thirty-five, Leslie, thirty-five too. I I am going with what Kenzie says. Okay. <laughs> thirty-five. Okay, and the answer is A, thirty-five. Julia's was born September first, nineteen eighty-six. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. That was a good year. I had a lot of fun in nineteen eighty-six. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell us more, Leslie? Um, no. Like, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was just a good time. Okay. All right. So here we go with the second question. Is it true or false? True or false? Julia had her hair up in a ponytail when she attended Professor Emerson's first seminar. I'm going to say false. Mmm. See, I'm going to say false, too, but I feel like this might be a trick because I'm visualizing it in the movie. Yeah, I know. But what if it's different in the book? Oh, Betty, you're so good. (laughs) I'm saying false, but Kenzie said true, which is making me doubt myself. And Ashley's saying false. Brenda's saying false. Black Lab Lady's saying true. It is true, Kenzie says. I know. I should just. I should just say whatever Kenzie says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm my my gut reaction was to say false. So I'm going with false, even though I do know it's probably true. Okay. <laughs> Final answer. Final answer. All righty then. Here we go. It's true. Chapter one of Gabriel's Inferno. The frightened rabbit's ponytail trembles ever so slightly as she lifted her gaze. <laughs> See, I knew it was true because Kenzie said it was true. And Kenzie it, knew. Kenzie probably has the book in front of her. Right. She probably didn't need to know that, though. But you know what? I That's why I was like, oh, oh Betty, you're so good. Because I was thinking you're going you're gonna to stump us on, uh, on variations between the film and the book. Mm-hmm. And you just did. Um, Kenzie said, I remember because her, her hair wasn't up in the film. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Kenzie, I didn't, I don't remember us discussing that. You may have said something or I may have been off in a different part when we were watching that film being filmed. Cause that was one of the scenes that we were fortunate enough to get to mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. um, that lecture scene, that first lecture scene. I will yeah, treasure that time that. we had in Syracuse mm-hmm. forever. Um, Kenzie said, I noticed when we weren't on set, like when in the cafe, Julia was wearing a turtleneck and Julia hates turtlenecks. Yeah. And it's funny because right. that part, that nuance I remembered, I just yeah, didn't remember I the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, and I don't have the book. I know you don't have the book because you know this. You're you're it, a true fan. It makes me wonder why they decided to leave her hair down for the film. Mm-hmm. Or why add the turtleneck? I think that I just was a creative choice. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think that the um, maybe the, uh, costuming was not as attuned because I remember there was an issue with uh, Gabriel's suit too mm-hmm. when we were there. 
as opposed I to the think book. They, I think they probably pulled it for certain scenes, uh, you know, looked straight to the book for certain scenes to make sure things were spot on. Or Tosca may have said, we need to pay attention to this wardrobe choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I think on certain, certain things, yes, certain things, right, right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Not for everything, but there, she probably only had a couple requirements for certain major epic scenes. Mm-hmm. So, so it conveyed right. So, anyway, I think well done, ma'am. Well done. Great question. <laughs> All right, third question, and it is the morning after Julia rescued Gabriel from Gollum, aka Krista. Julia was very happy because her Gabriel had remembered her. With what beverage did she celebrate this magnificent event? Was it A, pineapple juice, B, cranberry juice, C, orange juice, or D, apple juice? I actually know this one. I do too. Orange juice. Yes. I'm going with C. Ashley saying B. Kenzie saying C. Black Lab Lady saying B. I'm saying C. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is good. Okay, because of course. So, mm-hmm. Of course, now I could be wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, the answer is C, orange juice. Yay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I somehow misplaced the quote that morning. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, no and, worries. And here's the thing, you know. Pineapple juice is very good for something if she had given him pineapple juice. But at that point in time, Julia was very unaware of uh, Gabriel physically, let's say. Right. Yeah. And, and, and cranberry juice was good for her, but that didn't come till later in the story. And I, right. remember, and I remember the story that Tosca told about uh, Julia right. questioning, why, why do you have cranberry juice? In the story. <laughs> oh, Julio. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, I think Julio and all of the leading men and actors in this beautiful film are probably like, um, there's a lot of questions we have. Can anyone <laughs> help <Enlighten> us? <laughs> Welcome to the University of SR and the women. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Imagine all funny. the things they're going to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I, exactly. I've, I've sug- I suggested this book when I first read it. I, I suggested this book to my son and his friends. Uh-huh. And, you know, I said, you know, this will give you a good idea of how to treat a woman properly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, got, I got this, the you know, the typical, you know, what, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, the stink eye. The yeah. stink eye. What do you mean? I'm fine, Mom. Just leave it alone. <laughs> so unless we figure out a way to maybe play the audiobook when they're sleeping so it would work like hypnotizing people, mm-hmm. you know, and they're looking at something. It's like, you will give your leading uh, romance <laughs> perspective cranberry juice. Make sure to open the door. <laughs> exactly. Like- <laughs> so certain, certain etiquette, like yes. Mm-hmm. Kenzie noted, haha, I don't think I say anything on set about I said anything on set about the ponytail but it's a film so not everything is going to come to life from the book that's true yes agreed I I, I, I was thinking I don't I know I wasn't there for the discussion if we had it um, I think we were so overwhelmed by the situation right, right. 
because that was when we first was, you know, that was the first, uh, like the first scene, scene that, scene that, that we saw. Right. And what we were all kind of just in awe of the fact that we were even standing there and watching Tosca work her magic. And, and Kenzie, you were too busy getting uh, placed as a student in um, the classroom. So, mm-hmm. yep, and, Cheryl and says, Grandpa got it right. She did. He did. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. He remembered. I, right. Old mm-hmm. school. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Orange juice, because you remember the orange juice dropping. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, are we ready for the? <laughs> you said that girl was girl. hopping around. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's great. Okay, question number four. That Sunday morning, Julia grabbed her iPod and listened to music. What song did she listen to? Is it A. Pueblo Nuevo by Buena Vista Social Club? B, Mi Tierra by Gloria Estefan. C, Que Bueno Bailo Usted by Benny Moore. Or D, Kimbera by Celia Cruz and Johnny Pacheco. I know this one. They're all uh, Cuban artists. <laughs> so yes, they, yes they are. I know you're being tricky, but I, I think I know this one. I might be totally wrong. Um, Abby, good morning, Abby. Abby joined us today. Mm-hmm. So good Hi, to see Abby. you. Um, she's wishing happy birthday to Julianne. Oh, thank you, Cheryl, Grandpa. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you, Cheryl's grandfather. He likes my me and he said likes he likes that voice. voice. Oh, I am touched. I am so touched. Um, Brenda's saying answer A. Cheryl's thinking A. Um, I will tell you that's the answer, I believe. It's Buena Vista Social Club. Yeah, I think it was I, too. I think. And Cheryl thinks it's A also. Okay, final answer. That is my final answer. Okay, funny you should know. Um, I think in 1988 or 1989, there was a documentary made on Buena Vista Social Club. I do mm-hmm. remember that. Mm-hmm. I do too. Okay, so here we go. The answer is A, Pueblo Nuevo by Buena Vista Social yes. Club. And here's yep. the answer to both questions. Chapter 14 of Gavis Inferno, it says she settled for an leisurely morning of orange juice and the Saturday paper and decided that she that her felicity deserved Cuban music. More specifically, a little bit of Buena Vista Social Club. As she listened to Pueblo Nuevo on her iPod, she perused the art sections of Gabriel's newspaper. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. And Kenzie got it right, too. She guessed A. Mm-hmm. Abby says Celia Cruz, and she has a crown next to her. Right. And um, uh, Kenzie said say, you Celia. Do... <laughs> Betty got me in that one. No, you got it right, girl. You got it right. Mm-hmm. You, but she quest you were questioning it. Um, yeah, Celia Cruz, the salsa queen, salsa, yeah. salsera. She is. She was a um, wonderful one. Asuka. Right. right. <laughs> yes. I love I love her stuff. Um, mm-hmm. The carnival. What's the? You know the song. That one. Right. I love that. Carnival, right? right? I couldn't remember if there was a more extensive title. Yeah. Check out Sailor Cruz's music if you've never. That's phenomenal stuff. You'll want to move. It makes you dance. Mm-hmm. That it does. And what a life, boy! What a life she led. I think there was a documentary on her. There was. Um, I actually was happy. We were, Asuka! Yeah, Abby knows. (laughs) Um, 
there was a really great exhibit at the Smithsonian in D.C. on Celia Cruz several years ago, and we went to see it, and it was fascinating. She wore and she wore these extensive, really cool costumes and the best shoes, and mm-hmm. it kind of walked through her career and her history. And yeah, fascinating. She's a fascinating um, artist, and really, really. And sometimes Tito Puente would uh, also yes. with her. Oh, that's another another gift to music mm-hmm. yeah i got to see we were lucky we got to see him at penn state perform oh that's cool he was on man that place was rocking it, mm-hmm. it was amazing but i really digress oh kenzie said maybe it's because i read the books when i was 17 but sr introduced me to so much different music life experiences art etc you know kenzie i think that's a great point um mm-hmm. but i I actually think he introduced so many of us at all different ages yeah. and stages. Mm-hmm. You know, to different. And, and what's really cool is when you, when, you know, like when you find something when you're a lot younger that you read, and then you read it many years later, you get a whole new different feeling about the story that you're reading. Right. Yes. I mean, I that for me, Jane, that was Jane Austen for me. Mm. You know. I just read a quote, and I'm trying to remember who it was from, but it was it was about that idea of revisiting books at different stages mm-hmm. in your life and how you will gain different insight and perspective every mm-hmm. time Absolutely. based on where you are in your life journey. And I, I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And Kenzie, I think what a gift for you to have read this at such an early age, to, right. to be exposed to so many beautiful um beautiful concepts and beautiful artists mm-hmm. um it's a real real gift and and that's one of sr's gifts too is giving you the fact that you can go look at all these ancillary actions throughout his books i mean you you know you look at the music a lot of people mm-hmm. have discovered new artists um mm-hmm. a lot of people have read things that they probably would never have read otherwise like mm-hmm. the Divine Comedy or Elvita Nova or Heloise and Abelard or anything like that right. or Graham Greene or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. he does expound <laughs> on that. Yes, he does. And I'm, I'm laughing because, um, well, Kenzie says, oh, yes, I agree with that. Reading SR's books when I was 17 to now, it is different. And it is. And I was laughing at Abby's <laughs> comment. If I were Julia in the first book. When she gets drunk on tequila because Gabriel calls her at his office, I would listen to that song. (laughs) There you go. And Abby put the lyrics in for Carnival. Mm -hmm. I know I can llora. Right. I I have a feeling Elizabeth will be knocking on Julia's like, hey, Mm -hmm. you're my neighbor, right? Yeah. (laughs) We should listen to some music together. Yep. Mm -hmm. Don't cry. Life is a carnival. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. I love it. So... Let's go to the question. Yes. Question number five. After Gabriel began courting Julia, he wanted to celebrate her birthday. Where did Gabriel take Julia? Is it A, Harbor 60 Steakhouse? B, the Royal Ontario Museum? C, Mm. Mooch? Or D, um, Berthe de Première? You mean it wasn't El Catrine with the tequila, with their margaritas that are so (laughs) awesome? No, birthday <laughs> maybe that would be paul i don't know about gabriel mm-hmm. 
Um, we are having the solid answer B uh, across B. the board. Brenda, Black Lab Lady, Kenzie and Abby all say B. I agree. Mm-hmm. The, the Royal Ontario Museum. Okay, final answer, ladies. Let's see if the answer fits in here. Okay, and it's here. Oh, it says that it's too big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut okay, and paste it twice. <laughs> right, is it? It's, um, I guess the, the quote is too long. That's why. Yeah, I, I, I ran into that once. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we go. Oh, it's still not letting me. <laughs> okay. Well, well oh, maybe you can split it in half. Right, I'm gonna have to do that. Um, so the answer would be I see a tango. Drum roll, please. Tango against <laughs> the wall. It's the Royal Ontario Museum. Yay. So, um, Gabriel sends Julia a little note on the day of her birthday. And if I can post it, I can read it. And it said, happy birthday, darling. Please do me the honor of gracing me with your presence at the Royal Ontario Museum this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock. Uh, I should have asked what time. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? It was a good trick question because my first, the first reaction was Harbor 60. I'm like, nope. That wasn't for her birthday. That's right. Betty's being sly like the fox himself. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. But he did take her to the Hamburg de Premier uh, restaurant, and that was um, in Rapture. Oh, that's right. Good question, Betty. It was oh. in. I had to ask the boss. Um, <laughs> I, <didn't> <laughs> I love it. Okay. I have to check uh, that one out mm-hmm. next time we're there. Okay, one of the these days, I know. one of these days, yeah, next Saturday, Toronto uh, <sighs> International Film Festival and Belfast is uh, being premiered there. Oh my gosh, Pam! Nice. Uh, let's go. Let's go find Jamie Dornan. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe my maybe my friend maybe my friend Sarah will let us sleep on her floor. <laughs> my gosh so okay. tell us betty tell us the question right, <laughs> i know six. it's a good one because kenzie said what the heck betty <laughs> number six while gabriel and julia were at the museum he surprised julia with a special gift to make up for her prom what flower was used for her corsage is it a a white rose b a white peony c a white gardenia or d a white orchid oh My initial gut reaction was the gardenia, but I think it's an orchid because I think he gave her gardenias. I think he sent gardenias to her. Yeah. Mm, I think it's the orchid. I'm going to go with the orchid. Okay, both. Yeah. Okay, I see a lot of Ds. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, Uh, Kenzie said, I forgot and it was different in the film. mm -hmm. Ah, it was D. I can't Mm -hmm. believe it. It's G, chapter 23 of Gabriel's Inferno. Gave her a heated look. We'll be doing more of that this evening. We have the entire museum to ourselves. But first, he reached over to pick up a clear box that had been sitting on a low table nearby. Inside the box was a large white orchid. Ah, beautiful. 
So classic. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's such a traditional corsage. Um, yeah. I'm it, not surprised if they didn't use orchids on set, though, because they're very delicate and they would wilt pretty quickly. I mean, but you can get an artificial one. Yeah, I think, yes. they, I, I think they used a purple orchid mm -hmm. in the movie. It wasn't not white, but it wasn't white. Mm -hmm. You know, and having yeah, that's what Brenda and Brenda said. Yes, in the film, it wasn't white. You know, and as growing up, every Easter, uh, my sister, mother, and I always got um, a corsage from my father. Oh, that's it lovely! Always, it was always an orchid. That is, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I that's think the, that's a lovely tradition. I think it takes around like six years for an orchid to fully grow and bloom. I know I there's a, a whole process to them. I only I yep. only know two. And people Brenda that said grow in the film all. they were light pinkish purple, mm -hmm. and Kenzie also said it was a purple orchid. I think so. Mm -hmm. I only know two people that grow orchids well, and one is my neighbor Phil, because he just puts it in the window and he doesn't even know what's there. I don't even think he waters it half the time. <laughs> And it just it just might like the space and the the, the light and everything, and the, yeah. It, but mm -hmm. it does really well. It was given mm -hmm. to him when he was in the hospital one time, and he brought it home and just stuck it on the windowsill, and it's been there ever since. Aww. Um, and then uh, my former daughter-in-law's uncle Sam, who he would bring them back from Columbia because he his mother uh, uh. lives down there. And they were gorgeous. Make, he would, he had this whole room that was nothing but orchids, and he, some of them he he grew right from the like he would break them apart, and mm -hmm. I don't you know me I look at a plant and it turns brown without even me touching it. <laughs> so. Yeah, my mom my mom had grown some. She has she is definitely the green thumb. I'm very talented. I can mm -hmm. I I'm okay with plants. I usually can keep them alive. <laughs> Sometimes I can't. I tend yeah. to do go with the plants that are more, more sturdy, like peace lilies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Black Lab Lady said, uh, the key to orchids is very little water. An ice cube once a week works well. Ooh, great tip. That is a good well, type of ice cube. Because you know how they have the big ice cubes and then you have the little <laughs> one? <laughs> Betty, always the seeker of detail. I love it. Mm -hmm. So is that a two ounce ice cube or a one ounce ice cube <laughs> <laughs> no that's a great actually that's a great tip black lab lady and mm -hmm. actually that probably speaks to why phil's work so well because he doesn't do anything with them he'll, he'll <laughs> periodically water them and, and a lot I, of times and over watering I, is why plants get oh, that them. i know that i know and uh you know the other thing is too is that it gets knocked over quite often because when he opens this he's got a sliding window in his kitchen Mm -hmm. And when people don't realize and they go to shut everything and they curtains closed over so you don't see anything and it mm -hmm. falls off the shelf. <laughs> oh still my kicking gosh. though. It's still kicking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Are we ready for the next one? Yes. Okay, so here we go. Question number seven. When Gabriel and Julia asked the bartender for a drink. What drink did Julia order? Is it A, an apple martini, B, a Shirley Temple, C, a Cosmopolitan, or D, a Flirtini? Was this asking the bartender at the museum? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to clarify it was 
I, I am a I'm saying lobby. it's definitely not Shirley Temple. Okay. <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> Brenda said e. e. Yes. Kenzie said poor flower. That never harmed mm -hmm. anyone. Cheryl's saying the flirtini. I think the flirtini. I'm, I'm going at the Cosmo. museum. I'm D. Going You're going with Cosmopolitan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I hear you, Kenzie. Poor flower that never hurts anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing well, though. I mean, it's still kicking. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. As I'm looking over at my, my sister's uh, uh, window in her kitchen, she's got a uh, Christmas cactus and a um, aloe plant, and the aloe plant looks like it could use a little bit of water. Oh. Okay. It's a little bit of kinda, yeah, yeah. The corners are a couple of the leaves are kind of bent over, and not because they've been touched. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so I see a lot of mixed uh, answers here. Yeah, you're <laughs> tricking us all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, final answer would be Flirtini for me. And you, Cosmo, Cosmo. Cosmo. All right. And the answer is D, a flirtini in chapter 23. <laughs> Julia asks, do you know how to make a flirtini? That's, I thought I so remembered I, she asked the bartender that. I thought flirtini was at, at a lobby. I didn't think of it was at the museum. No, at lobby. Or she was had it a reversed? She had a Cosmo at the lobby, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what... Hey, you know, sex in the yep. city girl here, so it's... Yes, well, and Kenzie said, damn, yeah. I got it mixed up with lobby, I think. And you did. Right. That's why I asked the clarifying question. Is this right. at the museum? Um, part of her birthday soiree. soiree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and Brenda's saying, yeah, she got Cosmopolitan at the lobby. Right, and it was thanks so. to Rachel, because otherwise Julia would say, uh... Right, she may what? have gotten the Shirley Temple. <laughs> right. Okay, so question number eight. A flirtini oh, is made of A, raspberry vodka, cranberry juice, and pineapple. B, raspberry vodka, cranberry juice, and orange. C, raspberry oh. vodka, cranberry juice, and Sprite. Or D, <laughs> raspberry vodka, cranberry juice, and lemon. You are so tricky, Betty. <laughs> and frankly, I think we should have a flight and taste them all. What do I you think, think we ladies? should too, because I've never, I, I, mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever had raspberry vodka. Oh, I have. It is. It is lovely. It is lovely. I will I, get raspberry vodka with club soda. Um, as I a do, just I do refreshing. That drink. I do that with orange vodka. I don't do that, mm -hmm. but I've never done it with raspberry. Never yeah, had it's good. I love orange vodka, though, too. I like the flavored vodkas. They're refreshing. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Betty coming in hot is what Brenda said. Yes to the taste test. She liked the idea. I think it is A as well. I, I'm pretty sure I remember thinking, oh, it has pineapple in it. I would like to try a flotini. So I think that's why I'm going with A. Okay, A. I see a lot of A's in the chat room as well. And Pam, your final answer? A. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> she's opting out. <laughs> I can't imagine curling. Oh my God, Betty. Are you serious? <laughs> I, don't I can ex exactly, exactly. Right. Okay, the answer is A, raspberry ball, cranberry juice, and pineapple. And um, in chapter 23, Gabriel's Inferno, Julia says, raspberry, vodka, cranberry juice, and pineapple. I've never had one before, but I read it. I read about it online, and it sounded yummy. And Kenzie only remembers because she made one for the part one premiere. And uh -huh. I remember when you made one, Kenzie. I thought that was a really great idea. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Abby said, A, but all the recipes look yummy. <laughs> Smiley face with the, with the tongue hanging out. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. I would have probably passed out by then. Like, oh, this is nice. And did you see the film? I don't remember. <laughs> I remember drinking it. And I see the painting of Dante and Chris and Miss Mitchell. And next thing I knew, the credits were rolling up. <laughs> Abby said, I made one sangria at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Abby. I'm not, real, I'm not real right good there. at citrus juice and drinks. Mm. Yeah, call well, it, uh, one too many uh, at at one given, <laughs> at, at any given time, and I'm not good. I would, mm. yeah, no no screwdrivers for you. Orange yeah. juice and vodka is a screwdriver. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here we go with question number nine. Julia and Gabriel admire this painting. Is it A, Madonna with Child and Two Angels by Fra, Fra Filippo Lippi? E, Vision of San Francesca Romana by Horacio Gentileschi? C, Dante meets Beatrice at Ponte Santa Trinita by Henry Holiday? Or D, The Sacrifice of Isaac by Caravaggio? And well, Betty, are, is this at the museum? Yes, this okay. is all. So this is at the museum where they're admiring the the painting. Okay, mm -hmm. um, you know because of course that will make such a difference to my answer. Of um, course. <laughs> no, I I, hmm, I think it's A. I know they admired it. Um, I'm not sure if it was at that museum, but that's mm -hmm. what I'm going with. I'm going with A. Mm -hmm. Oh, a lot of people are going with A. I see some C's. Mm -hmm. uh, technically, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kenzie, I, yeah, I asked mm -hmm. the clarifying question. Um, so Kenzie's saying A. Um, what, are you, what about you, Pam? I am saying. <laughs> <laughs> that Betty is the quiz master extraordinaire and she always stumps us all yeah. the time. I, I am going to say Caravaggio only because I like Caravaggio. <laughs> okay. But I know okay. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer is a Madonna with a Child and the Two Angels by Fra Filippo Lippi. And it's again in Chapter 23 of Gibbous Inferno. They spend quite some time admiring Fra Filippo Lippi's painting Madonna with a Child and Two Angels, for it was a piece they both admire. And, and just as a piece of trivia, Fra uh, Filippo Lippi was uh, Botticelli's uh, teacher, art teacher. Yes. Mm. And we know that because we went to the Botticelli exhibit That's when it was right. touring the U.S. That's right. And we, I think there was some work from 
There was some there, right? There. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I recall, oh, that was extraordinary. I, we need to upload. We should put those photos on our okay. Facebook page, Pam. Okay. I just thought about that. Okay. You know, when, in, in our co- in our copious spare time. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it is out there on Twitter though. If you wanted to search the hashtag, mm-hmm. um, which I have to remember what we called it. Uh, I I don't I don't Williamsburg or, or was it maybe Williamsburg because Gabriel or Bust was when we went to the was, film was, yeah, Gabriel or Bust nineteen yeah mm-hmm. we'll 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 put it out there yeah. but it's uh, yeah there there was a lot of interesting information that came out on that like and the 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 way they had the the paintings all set up it was like from his very beginning and uh, throughout the age and then. There was um, the uh, the bonfire of the vanities, which took a lot of paintings away because uh, the guy I forget what his name was it began with the Ness. He said that you know that they these were unholy paintings and you know because there there's some nudity in there and some other stuff. So he made a lot of the artists burn their paintings. Botticelli actually did burn some Aww. and. Uh, yeah, so, but, but you could tell also by the way the Madonna and the child were looking at each other throughout the time. Before the bonfires, the uh, Madonna and child would look at each other, and afterwards they were look, not looking at each other. Mm, it was interesting. interesting. It really was. So, mm-hmm. Just a little bit of trivia for your Saturday morning delight. A little, a little right. art history <laughs> to weave in. To this mm-hmm. celebration, mm-hmm. another surprise for you, mm-hmm. right? That makes you appreciate the painting even more. Mm-hmm. Truly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, question number ten: True or false? Gabriel bought Julia a chocolate cake from Scaramouche. Now that could be oh. tricky. Oh, I'm going with false. I am too because I I know chocolate cake was Ooh. a part of what they had, but I don't know whether it was from Scaramucci. Oh my gosh, Betty, you're so good. Kenzie saying false. I'm thinking of a different bakery in Toronto. He bought the the cake from. Hmm, false. Black Lab Lady says false. Brenda says. Oh, I don't know. It might be true. Oh gosh. That's super tricky. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I got to remember the chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Yes, it any, wasn't from any there, Brenda time. said. I'm saying false. False. Okay. What about you, Pam? <laughs> I'm saying false. False. Okay. Final answer then. Yes. Yes. Okay. Answer is false. And I quote Gabriel, he says, everything is here, including a very fine Grand Mania chocolate cake from Patisserie La Signon. I don't know, my French is bad. <laughs> but it good. wasn't Scaramouche. Right, it was a different bakery. Good mm-hmm. good memory, Kenzie. Um, wow. Because I know that he bought food from uh, uh, Scaramouche because of, I think he brought it to their, her apartment. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think you're right on that. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. 
Are we ready for the bonus and final question? Extra oh my credit. Gosh. Extra credit. Extra Bring it on, girl. Bring it on. 75 points. <laughs> okay. The question is, after breaking Julia's cell phone, Gabriel brought, bought her a... And is it A, iPhone, B, Blackberry, C, Motorola, or D, Android? Oh, I think it's an iPhone. I think it's an iPhone, but it surprises me if it, if it wasn't a battery, consider, a Blackberry, considering Rim is a Canadian country, a company. Mm. I think it was. Yeah, iPhone. no, I think it was. Oh gosh. Yeah, no. I think I think it was an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay, final answer? Final answer. Final answer. The answer is A, an iPhone, and it's again uh I quote, her iPhone was a gift of sorts. On Sunday morning when Gabriel sheepishly held out the broken pieces of her old phone, she laughed for which she'd been grateful. So there you go, and an iPhone. Now, if this were Christian Grey, it would have been a BlackBerry. Yeah, yeah but it was I, written it's, it's at a funny because I was too. like, hmm. I, it made me think of it. Did it made me think of uh, Christian when mm. you were saying that? Because then I were, was thinking about the Mac book again. Again, I'm surprised that it wasn't a BlackBerry, only because the fact that Rim is a Canadian company, mm-hmm. and Rim was the Rim made the BlackBerry. But Gabriel's always up uh, on the cutting edge of technology, right? So I think the iPhone at that point was kind of the newest, greatest, latest thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there you go. The answer is still unbelievable. (laughs) Betty, you never disappoint. No, you don't. And you made us do math. Absolutely. <laughs> Not so much. I, I figure I would give you all a break. You did. 35. You know, I, 35th one, birthday, Julia. One of the things I was wondering, do you think uh, Gabriel gave uh, Julia a push present? Yeah, he did. He did. Did he? Right. He gave her a ring with rubies and diamonds. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. He did. Oh, surprisingly, mm-hmm. well, not surprisingly. Well, they had a, the the ruby was the heart and the lifeblood of the family. Mm-hmm. Right. So romantic. I know, and the diamonds represented he and and uh, Claire. Right. It's super sweet. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Claire. Speaking of Claire. <laughs> Claire's birthday. <laughs> yes, and in fact. We have another party to prepare for, friends. That's right. So, um, brush up on your on Claire <laughs> on Claire uh, trivia. Claire, little right. baby Claire's birthday he's celebration not, is he, next Saturday, nine a.m. Eastern time, New York not time. Such a baby, right? She's growing so fast. I know she is. I can't and believe that, it. That little rabbit is still with her. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, uh, unless uh, Professor uh, Elizabeth uh, borrowed it. <laughs> no, uh, I can't feel the toy. <laughs> 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 the first 
I'm I'm laughing. Uh, Abby Abby's saying I'm sorry, Julianne, but I envy you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Gracias, Betty. Ame al questionario. Ah, oh, you're welcome, Abby. De nada. Mm. <laughs> yes, they were great. They were great, and uh, hopefully, you will bring more of your trivia fond fun next week for the party yeah, for Claire. <laughs> I will could see if Perling might be able to join us. I don't know. I know she works Saturdays. Um, but that would be fun. We can check in with that. Um, yeah. So uh, Claire, I, I'm wondering if she has already skipped through to college. <laughs> <laughs> Considering her godmother's Catherine Picton. And her uh, parents I are. Her, her master's degree. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has uh she has quite the academic pedigree <laughs> to live up to. You know how little kids have like um, Baby Shark and other mm-hmm. cartoons, mm-hmm. Coco Melon. Yes. Uh, I have a feeling little Claire watches like children's animation of Beatrice and Dante. <laughs> well, you know, they, uh, there is a Dante and Beatrice cartoon out there. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm sure. There is. As, 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 and, and Kenzie noted, she will go to a great college. Mm-hmm. Or is she going to reject college altogether and, and go into a totally different path? Oh, that, that would give be... me a little stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be interesting, though, to see? I'm sure she would, too. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing she would, but it, it could be interesting. Mm-hmm. I can see the discussion about taking a gap year or a few years before um, starting studies Oh yeah, and and that, that I, I can I can just see uh, Gabriel going on about that. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if, if instead of studying Dante, she wants to study Virgil? Like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> or, or maybe uh, she wants to something wants to study something totally different. Right. Oh, and Kenzie noted the uh, Dante animation is actually an anime. And she said it's really gory. Pam. I, well, I, I haven't, I never watched it. I just saw it out there. So. <laughs> it Animes, something for cartoons, older Claire, to me, not the same. for little Claire. So. Right. Well, I do oh, know, Rankin. I do know that they have the Hobbit in cartoon form because Rankin Bass created it. I remember mm. watching it as a little girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I think there's, I think she'll have uh, a very eclectic uh, cartoon mm-hmm. watching uh, menu yeah. to choose from. And the anime isn't close to the Divine Comedy at all. Okay, so it's more of an inspired by as opposed to a retelling. Right. right. Good, good to know, Kenzie Kens. Good to know. Because God forbid. Anyhow, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of anime. My son did, and I remember... <laughs> Um, I remember ordering, he had this anime thing that he used to watch from Japan all the time. And I remember ordering, mm-hmm. I think it was DVDs of this mm-hmm. that were, were part of a, 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 for Christmas one year. And I, I never got them. They took my money and I never got them. And when I, oh, no. them, yeah, I don't know what happened to them. So, or but I tried. I, yeah. Sometimes that's all we can do. 
Mm-hmm. And and Kenzie noted the cartoon uh, version of the Lord of the Rings is another one that they did, and she said they are really great. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a great uh, job. Well, Beth, Rankin Bass did a lot of a, a lot of good things with that stuff. So, yeah, which I really liked. Yes, so. it's good stuff. So, friends, get ready next week. Little Claire's birthday. That's right. Yes. Can't wait to hear um, all about the uh, the celebration and get to see what party games mm-hmm. our dear Betty here has in store mm-hmm. for us. I'm gonna have to ask the boss, like, boss, can you write more material for Claire? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it can be limited, or you can do some bonus questions. We can we can get creative because right. you know. Don't. I'll play along with Claire. We'll see what we can go up with. <laughs> Kenzie says, I know math will be involved, Betty, and I am Maybe. ready. <laughs> <laughs> Just we pressed, right? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, thanks so much, Black Lab Lady. She said, this has been great as always. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks. Brenda says, thanks for the chat, ladies. It's been a great distraction. I'm glad we can distract you from everything you're dealing with. I know you're running on a generator right now. Your power is still out, and I hope that it will be restored as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Sending lots mm-hmm. of love and light to you guys down there. Um, yeah. And have enjoy this. Uh, and if you're in the U.S., enjoy this. Uh, three-day holiday weekend for Uh Labor Day. And Canada as well. And on Canada, that's right. Canada Mm -hmm. with you, Labor, L-A-B-O-U-R. SR wished us a happy Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Um, Holiday as well. And let's be thankful for Labor because they really helped make the working conditions in our country much, much more manageable Mm -hmm. than in the past. Uh, Kenzie says, hope you and your loved ones stay safe, Brenda. And we all wish that. Absolutely. So, so. so Pam, what song are you leaving us with? What are we leaving with today? Um, we're an American we started with, band. Oh, I said we started out with Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's surprise. 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 It was a birthday uh, song that he did from, um, I forget which album, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where Grand Funk Railroad, American Band. Oh, fun. So enjoy, everyone, and have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy, friends. Bye, ladies. Take care. Bye. Thanks for coming, Betty. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me.